0: You listening in. Today's show will highlight leadership from a coaching perspective on why it's important, not just in sports, but in life. My guest is a Cal Poly Pomona alum with 11 years as an assistant coach with that experience and nine years as a head coach. Please welcome Jada Williams. What's up Jada? Hey, hey everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm How awesome. You doing? Listen, I'm so happy to have you on this show, to have you on this platform. And this is my coaching leadership. I don't want to call them episodes, but we'll call them nuggets because I think it's important what leadership not only means to us as women, us as women in sport, us as women in sport who have yeah. seen the highs and lows, but as we are impacting the youth, yeah. these young folks right now, and in doing what you've done again, as an assistant, as a head coach, currently as an assistant at Ole Miss, shout out to your coaching staff and what you guys did this year. I think it's important to talk about that and to bring some of those critical components to life here on this here. Kate tell podcast. So, you know, let's dive For in. Sure. Let's dive For in. Sure. All right. So,
1: Let's dive in. Let's go. <laughs> so what
0: does the word mean to you, leadership? I think leadership, um,
1: you know, I will, I, I, when I look at my boss, Coach Ouellette Mc McPhee McEwen, I think that she is the epitome of um, leadership. And I think it is the ability to have a vision, to have a plan, um, and to execute and to take care of the people that you are leading along the way um and so what um you know I love about my head coach is that uh, you know the vision you know the plan and you just got to put forth the work ethic and and I don't know anybody that works harder than her this woman works like a racehorse (laughs) and so those are those are things that that leadership means to me and then to to sum it into one thing I get from John Gordon's book I can't remember The Carpenter. I don't know if anybody's read it if you haven't. It's a great book on leadership. Um and leadership means to love, to serve
0: and to care. Oh, I love that. To love, to serve and to mm. care. Okay, so and, and shout out shout out yes. to you, Shout out to you. Shout out to you and what she's done. Shout out okay, to Okay, because yes. if we go way back to because to see to see it manifest and she told us. She's one of those coaches that will tell you, I'm coming and then What's and she then came. Do? And Kane she do stood it. right there, and you you you're, you guys are reaping the benefits. So I want to give her her flowers now. Everything. On 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 this on this yes platform. yes, <laughs> give her her flowers. And I
1: and I one of the things the cool things I don't know if anybody missed it. Um, she ate, she spoke at the Wall Street Journal Summit about future forward. And this is another thing about leadership. Your job is to push you know, forward whatever idea that you have. So it's better for the people that are behind you. That's a part of the service. That's a part of the caring. Um, it's just pushing the envelope forward. Uh, and so she talked about equality and, and and why are men's basketball coaches at the P5 level getting $2.5 million more than the women's basketball when we're doing equally the same job. And so um, it's about pushing forward, um, you know, the brand, whatever it is that you represent, so...
0: I love it. I love it. Now I want to, I want to take a little bit of, of how you answered that first question as someone who, because your, your experience, you've experienced it all being an assistant yeah. being a head coach for nine years, and then now returning back into that assistant role when you were a head coach, did you have similar leadership styles? Did it, does it continue to evolve? Oh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. Um, I, I think we have similar leadership
1: styles in the, in the sense of we both have a vision. Um, we both um, have a plan. Um, and I think we both have the work ethic to execute those plans. Um, and so I think that's why we mesh so well, um, because she doesn't have to worry about it. If she ain't here things not getting done or, you know, because at the end of the day, we're on the same team to bring this program to a national championship type of program. And I think leadership, um, it doesn't matter the seat you sit, you sit in, um, it's a possibility to, to do it or you always have that ability to influence from whatever seat that you're sitting in. And so, um, I think it's why we connect. I think, you know, strong leaders, um, you know, need strong leaders. I think one of the things she and I always talk about is your board of directors, or at least the people of influence, you never want to talk to someone who hasn't done what you're doing. You don't want to talk to someone who doesn't understand the seat that you sit in. Um, and so, you know, you always want to seek wise counsel. And we always talk about that. You don't just ask for advice from people who hadn't done it um, or hadn't been successful in what you want to do um, or who hadn't failed miserably. I think you can find um, lessons in both and, and, and try to push forward, um, you know, whatever you're trying to do in our
0: case, win a national Ooh, title. I love that. Now you kind of segue already into my second question, which is how are you using it as your compass? But it sounds like you're using, you're taking those same mindsets as an assistant. I can still lead From where I am. And and that's specifically that's specifically working with, you know, your your position players and just like you said, impacting whoever is in front of you and doing that on a day to day basis. Correct.
1: I think I get more of an opportunity to do that, even from this seat, um, because I don't have to do the other Mm -hmm. stuff. Thank God, And so I get to work more one-on-one with our kids, even though our head coach does a great job of getting in the gym, you know, as an assistant, it's just a little right. bit different. Sorry. It's just a little bit um, different. I think that, um, you know, being able to lead our, our staff, being able to lead our student athletes, being able to lead our GAs, our managers, being able to lead myself, um, you know, is is, is great. Um, knowing that my head coach is the visionary and everything that we do has to be aligned with what she believes. And and then we all fall in line accordingly to that. Um, so I don't come in as a leader. And this is advice to all assistant coaches, um, regardless of the amount of experience or whatever that you have. If you've chosen to sit in an assistant seat, that means you have chosen to give up captainship to Ooh. someone else. Yes. And so you still Ooh. can do whatever it is that you need to do, but you have to make sure that the vision Um, And the way that you move aligns with the way that your head coach, your captain, your visionary has laid the plan out to be. And so for me, it's been easy because I believe in Coach O and I believe in how she does things. um, And I believe that she will get us to a national title. And so I do my job as 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 she has assigned. Um, I give my suggestions as I think. And then she makes the decision
0: and we respect any of that. And that's ooh, leadership. Let me find out you're writing a book on this podcast. Right. And we're gonna we're gonna have a two we <laughs> continue. <so> silly. <laughs> now I I you're wanna so ask silly. you yes. as a former standout at Cal Poly Pomona, what did leadership mm-hmm. mean to you then? Yeah. As a at, Go ooh, Broncos. Okay, go Broncos. I sorry, it's I had okay. to shout out.
1: I love, I love um. Loved my time there. I love the um, my former head coach, Coach Paul Thomas. Um, shout out to him, and then shout out to Danielle Bishop, who's out there doing a great job with the um, with the team now. Um, and so, leadership at Cal Poly was very similar okay. to what it is now. I think college prepares you for the real life. It is being the hardest worker on and off the court, not making excuses, doing what you are. To, you know, doing what you are told to do in line with the, the, the mission of the program um, and um, having a great attitude about it and just going out and doing what you need to do to make sure we're in a position because we were also competing for national titles at Cal Poly Pomona. And so none of those have ever left. I think winning and, and leadership. Look, sound, and acts a certain way. And when you're a part of winning programs like I was at Poly Pomona, as I am a part of Ole Miss, you see that they might have different verbiages, but the core is the same. Work your butt off, believe in the mission, do what you're told to do.
0: Listen, I feel like I need to put on my shoes, lace up. Y'all need an extra point guard. I can probably give you two minutes. We need, we do. We need we an need extra point guard. You know DW. what I'm saying? Right. Shout out. G W. Okay, think. shout out to G W. Listen, <laughs> you got me motivated over here. Now I want to transition a little mm-hmm. bit because this is what this this, this is okay. what this platform focuses on. Transition from sport to career. Now, after your playing days concluded and you had an illustrious career, you transitioned right into coaching. Why?
1: Yeah, yeah. somebody should have told Ooh, me better. No, I know, kidding. right?
0: Um, so. <laughs> So I will
1: tell you, I knew for a fact that I did not want to um, play anymore. You know, I loved playing. I loved competing. um, But I didn't want to play anymore. And um, funny story is um, when we were done playing, we had lost in the Sweet 16. And we'd um, we'd gotten back to the airport. And one of our assistant coaches announced that, she was getting married and she was just going to focus on being a wife and a mom. And she was stepping away from the game for a little while. And so, you know, didn't think anything of it. Had a couple conversations with my dad um, because I hadn't finished my degree yet. And so um, my dad was like, well, why don't you ask Coach Thomas, um, you know, if he had any graduate assistant or any sort of position like that available to help so that I could financially finish my degree, because that's what I was going to do. No matter what, I was going to finish that degree. And so I went into Coach Thomas's office. He was like, let me think about, he was like, um, you know, I would love to help you finish your, pay for your, your schooling, but you're going to have to put in work. So it kind of worked together. Um, he brought me on staff. It was my first opportunity to be a coach. He brought me on staff and the rest is history.
0: Wow. Okay. Love that journey. Shout out yeah. to coach. Shout out to dad. Yeah. How about that? Your support system. Shout out system. To coach Thomas and Shout dad. out to dad. My life would not be where it is without either one of them. So I'm super okay. grateful. I love it. Now as a black female assistant coach, because I want to make sure that I highlight that. I, I always try to support, do my part to support friends in the, in, in the business, in the industry. We've known each other for long enough to know the success that you have now. <laughs> We're over here rooting, cheering, knowing that you have, you have put in the time, the effort, and it's deserving of where you are uh, in your life chapter of coaching. What? Thank what you. What does that? What does? I want to kind of put it in like a capsule. What does leadership mean to you today? Like on this day. So leadership. It is 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 is
1: all the things that I talk about working hard, um, all of that. But in this particular position, it's about followership, and it is making sure that I am implementing and doing whatever Coach Yo needs for this program to be successful. That is what leadership is. It's about having the discipline to make sure that I'm able to monitor myself, um, and it is about the discipline to make sure that I am forward thinking and 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 moving. Um, coach yo's vision along and so for me at this point in my career that is what leadership is and i know a lot of assistants have issues because they they believe they have the best idea well cool when you get your own program put all them ideas in until then your job is to make sure that whatever your head coach's vision is that you
0: do whatever you can to push that forward we're gonna coin that term follow ship <laughs> followership we're we gonna, we followership. gonna coin that. that is huge. now is that what makes you a great leader mm-hmm. like is that what makes Jada williams who she is and i might need to ask yo this but i want you to elaborate a little bit
1: um i think that um you know i don't want to pretend like i'm just this perfect assistant i am it is a work in progress um but for sure i think that followership is a part of leadership and being able to be humble enough to to work in teams and work in groups. That's why people want to hire athletes, because we are trained to be able to work in groups um, and to sacrifice your own personal wants, loves, needs, whatever, for the greater good of the team. And so I uh, think
0: followership is a big Ooh, part of that. I love that part when you talk about because of our experience with team, how that shows up in everything that we do after that whether it is something completely different but mm-hmm. really not different because intrinsically we have those skill sets we have those transferable skills. Now, yes. <laughs> now, I want to talk a little bit about you know, what are the key components of a good great leader? As someone who's impacting our youth today, these young ladies that are that that you guys recruit, that you guys bring into your program, and send off into the world to do amazing things. If you had to identify and let's start with two things so that other assistant coaches can kind of hear this and, and let that seed, seed be planted. What would you suggest key components to being a good, great leader? What,
1: key components in a great leader. I think the ability to listen. I think the ability to follow through um, and the ability to be competent um, and whatever you don't know, you figuring it out without, um, you know, uh, I, I, being a burden is a tough word. I saw this thing on Instagram and I thought Nipsey Hustle. this was a phenomenal Nipsey hustle um, typical thing. Um, they asked him, um, who has he gotten the most, um, Uh, I guess advice on being successful. And he said, nobody has to give me anything. I watch and I study and I steal whatever it is that they're doing. I want to study how they get it and get it done. And so I think there has to be um, in leadership, some ownership of just trying to figure out, you know, what is the best way and the best practice to get to where it is you need to get to Um, competence. I don't think that there's enough like there's enough, you know, emphasis on those hard work things on the um you know uh lead and feel good and be of service but the reality is you gotta be smart too you can't just be out here just doing stuff because you could work hard and be doing the wrong so thing very it, So it very true there. so very
0: true So
1: is important
0: now for sure. i wanted i want to kind of take that a step further as an assistant coach and i want to make sure that our male and female uh assistant coaches even head coaches that are tuning in listening to this when you talk about competence can you be a little bit more specific like specifically what x's and o's how to you said all of that, it you said all of it a through z all of it and all of it
1: like you need to understand your whatever offense your head coach has decided you need to know it and you need to know options ways go study you don't have to sit in your head coach's office and have a one-on-one there's we we're in 2023 there's so many podcasts and um, YouTubes and uh, clinics that you can just go and learn and observe and be a part of their training camps, WNBA training camps going on right now. Who runs the offense that your, your head coach wants to run? Go Go figure out some cool ways that they do it. Now, I don't mean that means come back and you're going to. No, it just means you have an idea. And when your suggestions are asked for, you give them to them. I think defensively. Know your coach's system, um, and 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 be able to add to that. You don't. Again, you don't. I I emphasize your head coach's plate is full beyond measure. You don't need to sit in there and have a one-on-one. Sit back, observe, assess. Have an understanding, and then be a self-motivator to go figure it out. If you don't know, if you don't have a relationship with your student-athletes, read a couple books. There's one. Uh, it's blanking That's okay. in my mind. That's okay. Um, we'll come back. It'll geez, come. I, I love that. Leaders are readers. Leaders are readers. No I love, love a good book. But if you're having an issue, um, you know, connecting or whatever, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Go read, go educate yourself. And that's what I mean by competence. There is nothing, there is no reason to not have an ability to do anything in, in women's basketball um, because every all the knowledge is at our fingertips and it's about us being able to have the work ethic to go figure those mm. things out.
0: Nugget drop, folks. If y'all are not writing this down, it's okay, you can rewind mm-hmm. and, and do the playback. <laughs> now, I know you guys are on the road. Mm. I know you're working hard and I know that you're out recruiting the next crop of players that are going to impact your program, not just on the court, but off the court. So for someone who's recruiting, who's, who's knee deep in that process, what do you look for in your next, I don't want to say superstar, but in your next player, that's going to come to Ole Miss. Like, what do you look for as far as the leadership? Cause sometimes, wait, let me preface this. When I think, Young folks when they're at these tournaments and there's thousands of them, and they thinking they want to be ranked this and that. It's not just about how fast you run, although that's important. It's not it's not important about how much points you scored, although that helps. Or defensively, how many steals you have. What do you look for in a young lady leadership wise?
1: So for us, I, I as an as an assistant coach, my job is to identify a coach your kid. Period. And so when I go out to recruit, um, I am looking for people that I believe fit the bill talent-wise, fit the bill emotionally, fit the bill leadership-wise, that my head coach will have success coaching over the next four, four to
0: five years of that that young lady's career. I feel like you need to repeat that for the folks, but don't repeat it. But I that was absolutely, <laughs> in a nutshell, the importance of a head coach as, as an assistant curating and making it easier for the head coach like that right there. I appreciate you sharing Mm -hmm. that because as someone who also was in the coaching business and and coached with several different head coaches, really understanding that as an assistant was critical to not only my own, my personal development, but the success of the program as a whole. And I I appreciate you sharing that. definitely. So if you had to, let's just, you know, you're giving a Ted talk, but you're really on the hear K tell podcast. What actions would you advise, say, a career changer who's like, I really want to be an assistant coach. I really want to get into athletics or an athlete that wants to get into coaching. Is it, There are a lot of young ladies who realize that ball is about to stop bouncing. What kind of advice would you, would you give yeah. them getting into this industry?
1: <laughs> you know, it's been so long since I've had to get into the industry that, um, you know, I don't know that you know, my work, my advice is worth two cents. But I will say that um, I will say that um, one of the things is getting connected. Um, Understand that you're always on an interview, head to the final four, connect as much as you can, but not don't just rely on that one networking opportunity, get to practices, get to coaches, practices, work camps, work clinics, um, you know, try to connect as in many, as many ways as possible and, and be on the social scene. Like, um, I know Twitter, I've retweeted at least four different coaches looking for assistance and opportunities. Uh, and so make sure that you just have your eyes in there. There's a ton of opportunity out there. It's just about making sure that you are seen, visible and able to be connected because, um, as they say in my household, closed mouth don't get fed. So you can't just sit back, send out resumes and think that's good enough. It certainly is not. Um, you have to make phone calls. You have to get in, in on people's campuses. You have to do what you need to do to be able to um,
0: attract the type of employer that you Amen want to, to that. Listen, times have changed since we first started in the coaching business to where it is now. Like you said, there's really no excuse. There's too much uh, opportunities to engage with an individual that you no longer have to do it the the archaic way. So I appreciate you sharing that as yeah. well. I want to just tra- I want to transition no just a tad bit because I'm a believer uh, in positive energy. I'm a believer in affirmations, and so I call it the morning nuggets. Share with our listeners some of your morning nuggets, things that kind of get you going or that you rely on when it, mm, it's not quite feeling it.
1: Um, so for me, I am a big meditator. Um, and so in the morning, I think that I can tell the difference between when I'm just rushing out the door and when I have a a time to quiet my mind and and just be with self. Um, and so, um, you know, in that time I do that, like my mornings are, are pretty much down. Like I would love to work out every (laughs) single morning, but that doesn't always make cut. So the most important for me is number one, meditating. And number two, Um, I'm a big Abraham Hicks follower. And so I love to listen to their YouTube, um, and one, one of their little YouTube's meditation, I'm ready to go for the day. And I don't think I miss a day of, of either one of those. Um, and so it's just about, you know, putting my best self forward and being present, um, and, and trying to make sure that I put myself, you know, I kind of visualize what I need and what I want to happen for that Mm. day
0: you I hate it. Yeah, heard it, folks. Listen, these these affirmations are important yeah. to your self-care, self-development. Now, I think discipline, making sure
1: you have the discipline mm-hmm. to do that stuff. Um, whatever works for you. I'm not telling you my way is the right
0: way, but it's the way that works. Got for it, me. got it. Now, as the old Miss family grows and you guys are growing and you guys had an again an amazing ceiling, hashtag no ceilings, when it's all no ceiling, no ceilings. No, ceilings. no ceilings, when it's all said and done. I hope blank fill in the blanks when it's
1: all said and done I hope that we we win a national championship and have as much fun as possible um and coach is always on me about being a filler but I hope we love serve and care um as much as possible along the way uh this week's 16 run was incredible it was fun no one wanted it to end. And you and I have been in the business long enough to know that that's not always the case. you be kept the <laughs> um, But absolutely. for us, it was fun to love serving care. It was fun to win. It was fun to be successful. It was, it was great with who we were with and what we were doing, not compromising what Ole Miss basketball stands for. And so when it's all said and done, I hope that we can raise a Natty um, Natty in the air and, and absolutely have as much fun and love each other along the way, as we were
0: this season. Mic drop, mic drop. I love it. Now, join us next week and every Wednesday on the Hear K-Tell podcast, where we discuss the transitions from sport to career. Jada, I appreciate you so much, sister, and Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me.